the SD Podcast Channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. <laughs> We are live, episode 378, S&D Podcast Show. Ignore all of our voices. We're all... Uh, Everybody's sick. It's that time of the year. It's the, how do we get out of our... We got it too early because we're too early to get out of holiday get-togethers with the family. Well, well, yeah, I am, I'm <laughs> very lucky I did it this week and not next week. Um, I got it. Last year, I got COVID like two weeks before Christmas. Yeah, I, like, I probably I, shouldn't I, go to anything. <laughs> I te- yeah, I texted a couple of family members the Kramer gift of the uh, JOing when they couldn't JO, and he comes sliding in, and he's like, "I'm out." That was out. that was me for first time in three years getting COVID. So, I oh, that, I know, I know the one you're talking about. Master of your domain. I yeah. just want to say. <laughs> so Danny texted me like a good luck gift before the game on Monday. And I really wanted to send back the picture of Wesley Snipes crying with a gun. Like, I'm sorry I have to do this. I'm really happy I didn't, obviously. So so we'll get I had it locked we'll definitely get into go. that later you sh- you on. You should have done it. I was I would have been funny, I know, but I think if I was I think if I was full strength, I would have been fine. We'll we'll get into Monday night a little later on. Um it was an interesting weekend all around the NFL. Mm. especially early i think the nfl was kind of broken early uh but again we'll get into that later right now the hottest teams in new york play hockey that is right now mostly true like, i haven't really watched any of it so and you got jonathan quick watch. is like 2015 la king jonathan quick again so what's up with sir sterkin then uh, uh, quick's just playing up. better hockey He's he was hurt and they brought him back, I think, earlier than he should have come back. If I'm uh, right, he had one of those little like tweaks that was like a day to day thing. So quick got in and it was like a West Coast trip. So they just let quick run the run the gauntlet out there. The Mets doctors saw him and it was like, oh, well, you're day to day. And then he, nope, I'm not good. But he's like, he's still like their best goalie. Oh, of course, of course. I will say this: I'm not a fan of their new jerseys. It's just so very bleh. Yeah, it's just navy their... blue with some stripes. Yeah, it's the garden light. Yeah, it's the garden light stripes, and the Ranger logo is huge. Uh, I guess that's like I think that was like the '70s jersey for a couple of years. Listen, if I, if I'm going doing anything Rangers, it's Statue of Liberty extra, no matter what. Just like with the Islanders, right. fishermen. Right. Are they coming out with uh, Alvador Classic jerseys? So, you know, I was thinking about that, and I was also thinking about how stupid they are that they haven't released them yet before the holidays, if they are. Right. Ben's on mute, so if he's going to try and say something, it's kind of funny because he's just mute. He's 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 a mime right now on the podcast. (laughs) I forgot about the blowing my nose mute. You think the NHL is smart? You think they know how to make money? I, they yeah, well, the Jonas Brothers are performing. They the Jonas. Well, that's why. That's because they're not selling tickets to that game. That's an upgrade from fucking CeeLo Green. I'll tell you that. Okay, oh, they yeah. haven't announced hours yet, Vin. So careful, we may actually oh. still end up with CeeLo Green. I hope. Uh, listen, <laughs> that was honestly one of the funniest things that. Like we Vin, were you there that? We were. Did I you? was there for that. Yes, that was, one, was one of the one, worst days. One of ever. the coldest days on the planet. Like people and, complain about cold football games. I'm like, this is this is yeah, and then summertime. He came out clearly not ready for the cold, not wanting it to be cold, and just got booed for 15 minutes. And then yeah, I remember watching it on TV and, and then just he just saying, flipped everybody off. Thank God I didn't. I'm like, thank God I didn't get tickets. The, the funnier thing was the next because that was the first intermission. The second intermission, it was some like Jersey Boys cover band or something came out okay. and played. And they got cheered the whole time because they just weren't CeeLo Green. Well, it's also hockey fans, so you just got to right. put that down there. As well. Oh, I mean, I agree. That was the whole point of us, you know, 
I don't. CeeLo Green was not the right person for that audience. But then again, the NHL does that a lot. Like, oh, all the time. It's like, oh, you want to do it, and the guy, the person's desperate to do it because it's right. like, all right. Like at the All Star Game or something, they'll play, and it'll be like, "What the oh. hell are these?" A couple years ago, beats... it was like Machine Gun Kelly just randomly. Yeah, I, was on what the are ice. these? Well, nothing beats when Snoop Dogg was DJing and completely forgot to uh, censor his music. Okay, so I'm gonna go better than everything right now. So, in the last week at the Islander games, the national anthem singer this year has forgotten a whole verse of the American national anthem at one of the games. She just like burped and skipped the whole part of the national anthem one game. And then on Monday when they played Toronto, she forgot a whole verse of the Canadian national anthem. Is it the same person as already? It always Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make a lot of sense. And it's like you brought this girl in to do this and she doesn't know the words or she had the under on the on the anthems. Oh, well, she knows the words. She does it every day. Every other day, the way they've been, they're at home. They're at home every other day. She's got to know the words, but and it wasn't yeah, like, like a opening night. She forgot it. It was like a week ago. That's weird. Maybe she has amnesia and just thinks she's uh, just forgets that part every time. But it's like so funny because everyone just kind of starts looking around. They're like, um, "What part did she forget?" I don't remember. Yeah, there you go. So he doesn't even remember. It was like now who has amnesia. It was like right before Rockets Red Glare because I remember the red. I remember hearing red. So whatever comes before that. Yeah, I don't know. I can I can count backwards. I can't sing the national anthem backwards. I don't. I, don't I can't know go backwards happened. on the. Other. I remember hearing Rockets Red Glare. So whatever comes right before that, she bombs bursting in there comes after. Um, but it was like the weirdest thing because like everybody on Twitter and nobody noticed it Monday too at the Canadian anthem. It was really funny. It was no one my attention on Wednesday. It was like nobody know, nobody knew. <laughs> no, I mean we always make a joke that when they play Canadian team, it's an annoyance that we have to stand for two anthems. Uh, excuse me, I prefer the Canadian anthem over ours. I mean, it's a better song, but I don't want to hear. Just pick one. Just play theirs. I don't. They, we could skip ours for a night. I'm okay with it. I think that's yeah, but how, how do you think they feel when they have really they have to hear it more than we day. do? They host American teams a lot more than they host Canadian. That's what teams. I'm saying. It would be you a know, reason if, for me to not go to Montreal or Toronto. If like Ottawa plays Edmonton, do they do the French and the American version? I don't think they do a French national anthem. The Canadian anthem in French. That's what I meant. I don't. I don't know. I don't. They think do it. They do it. In, because every time I've watched a game in Ottawa, the Islander games in Ottawa, they've always done the, goals, the goal score in both French, Canadian, and American. In Montreal I also, I believe, too. Montreal, I know, is big with the French. Well, yeah, well, that's, yeah. I think Ottawa's closest to them. That's right. Maybe. I don't know the geography of Canada. You don't remember when you were going to the Globe? In 10th grade, Vin, and you look to Canada, and you're like, oh, this place is here. I just found out that they are the second largest country in the world. Canada? Uh, Landmass-wise, yes. They Russia is the only bigger country in the world. Really? Based on land? Based you're on land. Me we're not bigger than Canada? No, based on land. They, if you look, just look at Canada, it goes up. Now, there's, a, there's only... I'm gonna say only. Well, yeah, that's how Elf got down from the North Pole. He cut right. through Canada to get to. There's the a region. bunch of just, it's just mountains and shit. So they you have like, crazy? Uh, I think so. We have 330 million people. They have 38 million people, but they have a bigger landmass. Yeah, they got the land. Mountains. But which is funny because it's easier to figure <laughs> out how Elf got from the North Pole to New York than it is to figure out Dennis Quaid getting from California to New York by walking in snow. Um, you'll never, nobody will ever forget about Elf. <laughs> but Elf, he just cut through Canada. It's pretty simple. That's it. And then yeah. to the Lincoln Tunnel. <laughs> did you Did you guys see the thing he said? Um, he was doing an interview like last week. And he goes, and they asked him, he's like, all right, pick any movie you've ever done. Which one do you want to make a sequel for? And he's like, none of them. 
Well, he did a sequel for Anchorman, so. Well, no, Anchorman, he meant the ones like Elf. He never did a sequel for. Right. Yeah, why would you do a sequel to Elf? Um, there was a couple other ones. But, Vin, remember the timeline video I sent you? Elf turns into like seven other movies. Right. I did see that, yeah. Yeah, I saw that too. Because he becomes a toy creator. Right. Which makes Legos. I forgot what the other one was. I forgot what they went after that. Yeah, I don't know. There was another interesting TikTok that I watched recently of Kobe Bryant, you know, rest in peace, Kobe, um, saying it's degrading to be to think about division banners and conference championship banners and the LA Lakers together, basically is what he said. And here's LeBron being like, I can't wait to raise our banner next week for winning the in-season tournament. Well, I, I mean, I think that's also for show of being in the NBA and they have to be, like, proactive about it than him, really. Yeah, but I, first off, be honest, if Kobe was around, I don't think they would have had the tournament. I think he would have been this like... This is the first moment that I found out that the Lakers won the in-season tournament. <laughs> Come on, Vin. It was the biggest moment in Laker history. Yeah, they were champagneing like, the baseball teams winning the uh, wild card round. <laughs> Forget that clinching the spot in the wild card round. That was how they were championing. LeBron like ran in there and was like super excited to do it. And all like but, the young guys were like, we just want our direct deposit to hit. While you shit on LeBron, LeBron gave all his winnings to the rookies of the team, which was pretty nice. Well, I didn't know. I mean, that's good, but still Fuck like him. <laughs> but but yeah. still like you know, he talks about Kobe being his boy. I don't, I just, I don't think you need a banner for it. I also think it was the stupidest thing, and I have no idea how it all came together. And... I mean, I just disagree with Kobe on that scenario. But the way I look at it, because we have uh, the night, the 2016 wildcard banner hanging. It's well, yeah, we, 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 there's we, a gap there. <laughs> there's some you could find middle ground between. Not even scoring a run and then putting a banner up. He didn't even show up to the game. I, I, I think watching only watching the Nick games, and I guess if I, there was like a game at late at night and I just didn't have anything on, um, the Knicks were in it enough for me to be like, oh, okay, whatever. But because they got into that that second round and then they got killed by the Bucks, so. It was fun. Oh, shocking. Oh, yeah. And surprise, surprise, like we were talking about like a month ago, the Pacers went all in to try and win this thing. Oh, yeah, of course. But they got to see Halliburton look good, so. What happened? Maybe, Danny, you can explain this. What the hell happened with Gannis and the Pacers? So, apparently, the Pacers took the ball after him scoring. He broke the the record for points points scored by a buck in a game. Okay. And I guess and he wanted the ball. ball. You're just like, fuck you. We're not giving it to you kind of thing. Yeah. And then Giannis went off. So he chased <laughs> them down into their locker yeah. room and got the ball. Pretty much. That's about it. It's basically like, you know, Austin <laughs> Matthews going to get the puck after Sorokin pushed it out of the net to get it for Tavares' thousand point. I suppose that's what it was like. That the whole thing was. Uh, so they did say on the game that Toronto. I mean, a little much. I said to my dad, like, there's only been there's less than a hundred players in NHL's history to have a thousand right. points. So it is kind of he, a big deal. It's a very big deal. So that's that. You know, you kind of knew it was going to happen anyway that night. It was just made that perfectly for it to happen. It uh-huh. sucks that it happened with six seconds on the clock. Mm-hmm. And also, like. I think it was bad that they put up the congratulations. I don't on it. I'm over it. I'm I'm over him leaving at this point. Like he's done absolutely nothing. He's won one playoff round since he left. Mm. He's done absolutely nothing in Toronto. His best season still has been as a New York Islander. He still never broke ninety points in a season. Generational talent supposed to be can't even get to ninety points. Yeah, but. I, it's very weird because, like, 
he's basically been a point per game player his entire life, but he just. Well, that's also what happens when you over go to Toronto and then you're not the main guy anymore, as well. Bless you, Vin. Bless you. Thank you. Um, I think I got all my sneezes up before the show. We'll see what happens. I don't know um, <coughs> when it's going to happen, but there needs to be a, a cleansing. A uh, you know. It was, it, and people a said moment it's, where he's it's not about him leaving. It's about how he left, right? And it's true, you know. You don't, but what else was he supposed to say all year? I can't wait to be a free agent. I'm going to test the market. I'm going to talk to every team in the league. Yeah, no, but see, that's what else you're going to say in January or December when you're getting asked the question because your team's not playing well. What you first of all that there's two things. What you say is you don't know. Which is never what he said. He always said he wanted to be here. And the other thing is, when they ask you, do you want to be traded the trade deadline, you don't say no. Right, because you were thinking we were going to... We had a shot at the playoffs still at that point. They had a very outside shot at the playoffs. Yeah, they weren't... They weren't... Well, I don't want to rehash the whole fucking thing. It's just... Right. Again, it's a it's a it's a how he left, not a so, him yeah, leaving what, thing at this but point. But you also gotta think of it this way. Let's put ourselves in his <laughs> shoes. Yes, we what he did for the Islanders, obviously. But let's say the Mets, we're playing baseball and the Mets call we're a free agent and the Mets call. I want you we want you to come play for the Mets or the Packers for your case and the Giants for me and Steve's case. You're taking that opportunity ten out of ten times. That's the thing. Yes, but that right. I, I get But it. again, like Vince said, during the season, yeah. don't start saying I'm here for life. Don't get my hopes up during the season. Yeah, that's I what get what you're from. saying with that, but that's what you it comes should, Everybody but should again, know that's also And also players. it's Toronto. Like there's history with Toronto. He goes to Edmonton, no one's gonna give a shit. That is the right. other thing, too. Right. Is that since the day he was drafted, there was there was a thing before he got drafted that he was gonna like, I know, somehow forced his way to the Leafs, Lindros his way to the Leafs. And that every time we went to Toronto, it was, he's going to come to the How much longer until he's here? For the entire fucking almost decade he was on the Islanders. So that, to me, was what always annoyed me the most, was that it was eventually. Right. But and again, that they, playoff history with Toronto, like, yeah. Toronto's considered a top five rivalry to the Islanders. Right. Without, without Tavares. Yeah, that, that series was crazy. So they just, there needs to be. Finn, do you even remember that series? The he, I don't think he was a fan yet. I wasn't. I have. So there was a a DVD box set they sold of like nice. the top six games in Islander history, and the Sean Bates penalty shot game is on there. So I have watched that game. Game four. But no, I was not watching the the first real game like. I watched a little bit when they got blown out by Tampa before the lo- that lockout. Oh, that yeah, that series was terrible. And is then that the one when we they... went to the Met game the night they got no Buffalo the year before we went to. Yeah, it was Buffalo. a year before we went. Buffalo. No, Buffalo was after. Right, Buffalo was the year after the lockout. That's right. It's Two years Danny... after. Well, the year after the lockout was when I actually really started watching. My dad took me to. This is a story. My dad took me to, the, to a game. We had sat in the uh, luxury box. Trent Hunter scored in the shootout. They won. <laughs> Why would Trent Hunter was shooting in the shootout? Still to this day, do not know. But that's what we happened. never were able to coach a shootout. Right. Then I started paying attention. And then Wade Dublowitz happened at the end of the next season. And right. that was really, I, I Easter Sunday. Yeah. Right. Easter Sunday, that whole run. Jason Blake, we had somehow we got tickets. That was the Buffalo. Like, that was the Buffalo. Yeah, that was the Buffalo. played game one and we won game one. And then DPHO was healthy and they brought him back. And then we got swept in five right. games. I don't, we somehow got tickets like 10 rows off the ice and Jason Blake scored his 40th goal. I remember that at the end of the season. And then we got basically killed by Ryan Miller and his neighbors. And that, all, all this was a blur. No, what? I remember that. I said all this was a blur. 2007. Yeah. April of 2007. Like, I remember Dublitz, but I do not remember the playoff series at all. Well, yeah, nobody I don't... wants to remember the playoff nobody series. Nobody wants, yeah. Yeah, I, obviously. I, I, yeah, I don't... Right. 
That was then, the year. That was the year Danny came home from college every weekend because I had the season tickets and my dad. Right, and they basically go. went every week. Yeah. <laughs> then they started tanking after that. Like they right, and then they I bought, they started Yashin. tanking for the generation. And then I then I, then I right. stopped caring. Right. They bought out Yashin. They didn't resign Jason Blake. They didn't resign Ryan Smith. And that was they were like, okay, well, we're just gonna start. Danny Kelly and I went to Ryan Smith's first game. <laughs> you want to you want to laugh? Danny Kelly is a Ranger fan now and actually likes hockey. It's really the funniest thing. You know, I was thinking about I was cutting through back that way the other day because there was like so much traffic around the train for whatever reason, and right. also getting to that light to go to Mill. There's right. just so much traffic, so I was like cutting through and I saw the house that they grew up yeah. in. You heard from his brother? Have you heard? Have you seen no, him? Uh, apparently they don't talk anymore. That's what okay. he says. He lives in Woodside with his wife and daughter, so it's pretty cool. Well, that's what Danny does. Okay. I don't know. Maybe so Kevin on like. No, uh, apparently they don't. Uh, yeah, apparently they don't talk for whatever reason. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's really funny. He actually likes hockey now. And I remember we would have to like pull teeth to have him like care Sit about and hockey. watch hockey. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll tell me about hockey before. I'm like, who the hell are you? He's like, yeah, man, I find it fun. And I'm like, okay, so, cool. So that or was this 20 years ago. I mean, so, it was, it is fun. Danny, you no, kind of. No, that's what I'm It was like, where were you 20 years ago? Then we got to get the sneeze counter up. It's not a sneeze. I'm just, I'm trying to blow my He's nose. Blowing his not... nose. He's blowing oh, his nose. He's blowing his nose. No, um, I know, I know. So your your interest in the Islanders significantly dropped after that thing is what happened? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. It's like oh, you guys always talk about going to games together and all that. And I was like, what like where did it drop? It dropped there, but I would always go to free games or just be sure. like I would care, but the level of caring dropped significantly. And then it's just like um, another thing is my friend Gerard, his mom passed away and they got him to do the, uh, jerseys off his back, off their back. So okay. ever since then, I'm like, all right, my hatred towards the Rangers, like diminished a lot. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm like, I'll still root for the Islanders, but my passion for them is like, all right, it's so much bullshit. You can take being a Met Nick Nick and I on their fans, so I'm like, all right, I'll still like them, but my love for them has drastically. Stopped. You've hit the point where it doesn't matter which team's doing well. If one of them's going on a run, that's who you're gonna root for. You're gonna want them to do well. Yeah, because it's just like, all right, whatever, cool, free hockey on TV. Um, speaking of Islander Ranger hatred, I just want to bring this up quick. I, I was, we were Devin and I were, I guess. Showing Lauren because she wasn't watching at the time. Um, Chris Simon hitting. Oh yeah, Lauren. that. Well, yeah, that was, was crazy. Too. One of the. I just rewatching the video. One of the craziest things you'll ever. Who is the Ranger that got hit? Ryan Holwig. Yeah, that's right. He like checks Simon into the boards and then he comes Rush. back around and, and just Simon just baseball wails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Truly, I remember crazy. that. It was insane. I like remember that. I didn't. Why was I? I don't even remember why I wasn't at that game. I remember watching at home. It was a week night. It was definitely a week, like a Tuesday night or something. But still, I was like out of high school already. So it's like, why wasn't? Oh right. I don't remember. It doesn't matter anyway. But like, still, like, it was definitely one of the crazier moments. And it's funny too. My first Islander Ranger game was a great Islander Ranger game to be at. Fight night. Mine, the mine original was, fight night. Yeah, mine was the uh, uh, Eric Couchier, right? That was the goalie, Ranger goalie. Dan Couchier kicking the shit yeah. out of Tommy Salo. And you could hear him <laughs> yeah. all the way in the 300 screaming for his mom. Yeah, that was my first ever out of the Ranger game. And I'm like, this is awesome. Who? Fun fact, Danny, about a month ago, randomly was at the New York Islander game at UBS Arena. Tommy Salo. Yeah, actually, I saw that on Twitter. That's pretty cool. And everybody, and even Tom and I were like, where did you find him? (laughs) (laughs) What rock did you flip over? I did hear the funniest thing, though, and it's my dad. Darius Kasparitis was at the the game against the Ducks. And my dad goes, wow, he looks really good. I was like, yeah, he's a family man. He's got a couple kids. He's down far. Pretty sure he plays like beer league hockey down there, you know, for fun. 
because um, I do follow cast writers on social media. And um, he goes, you know, if you had a, if I had to pick one Islander from that time frame to become the Lenny Dykstra of the NHL, it was yeah. Darius Kasparis. <laughs> well, I'm glad he did. Yeah. Good for him. I mean, he came from the Soviet did. Union directly yeah. over here. So, um, Let's go a little college football. Bowl starting this week. The uh, nobody knows what it's called weekend is here. Bowl yeah, week. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> just get us just get us to July uh January first. That's it. Five o'clock, January first. Don't even care about the parade. Are you are Cancel you the how, parade. what's your what's your nervous level? Not I I think it's too early. This is one of my least favorite things, is like the, the oh, fact that you yeah. the, the wait. Like, like, I'm not even a fan of the one week off at the Super Bowl. Right. And this, you're getting you're getting four weeks, basically, between yeah, basically your last game and your next game. Yep. Yep. I think it is exactly, like, four weeks. Pretty between. much a month. Yeah, it's basically a month. So, it's like, but honestly, it's like, let everybody juice up Bama. That's what everybody does against Michigan. Juice up the other team. We weren't supposed to beat Ohio State. Guess what? We were also 36 yards away from losing to Ohio State. Not even having this conversation. Yeah. Weren't they favored in the game? Yeah, they were. Ohio State was favored. America's team. No, right. Michigan no, was favored. Michigan was favored. Yeah, but we almost That's what I'm saying. But we weren't supposed to win it. Nobody wanted us. But left. they were supposed to win. They were favored. It was only one guy on the uh <laughs> panel. The betting worked. <laughs> there was only one guy on the take a while, guess who the only guy on the big noon countdown was to pick Michigan to win the game. I'm assuming it was Charles Woodson. I'm still to this day mad he didn't punch Urban Meyer in the face when he did the right. fist bump after the pick. Well, <laughs> he was that... right there. You could have fist bumped him. It would have looked a lot better than Draymond Green punching. Oh my in the god! Face. Draymond <laughs> needs to be kicked out of the league. This guy's <laughs> out of his mind. Full, he didn't do fist. it on purpose. He was going for the ball. The ball was on the oh, other yeah. side of the. There's his full <laughs> fist into his head. <laughs> But still, if you know, you know, the best is if you know me, you know I didn't mean it. Oh, yeah, Draymond. Your, yeah, you your never history do anything is like that. squeaky clean. Um, But, yeah, the nervous, not there. You know, I do think their quarterback has played a lot better, which is yeah, going to help he's... out a lot. But also I look back on their season, I think about it, right? They lost at home to Texas. But, again, early on, newer quarterback, again, Kind of give him a pass on that one. But then you look further down and it's like you wouldn't you would have had a second loss. And even if you won the the championship, your conference championship against Georgia, probably wouldn't even be here if Auburn doesn't give up a fourth and seven touchdown with less than 30 seconds left in the game. That is very true. Who was up in that game at halftime also? by the way, and led most of that game was Auburn. So if Auburn wins that game, you know, now you're not, we're not even talking about Alabama in the, in the chip, in the playoffs. Now you're looking at Florida State's undefeated. I do hundred percent agree with them. And I know Vin said it, you got to take him out because of the quarterback, but Ayers yep. missed a bunch of weeks. Why did he get, why did they get there? Well, we don't have to worry about that until uh, ever again because if the 13th team is going to be bitching that they didn't make the playoffs, it's like that's more on you. Kind of. <laughs> right. They won't be undefeated, so that's really old. That's really everybody's issue is that they won all their games. But well, and and I and I saw that on a couple of barstool football podcasts. It's like, yeah, it sucks that they didn't get in, but now forever they're like, oh, that year we got robbed, and it's just like. What could have happened, type of thing, and it's and a better, also, and also they a better about, feeling than getting rolled by Alabama or. No, but that was the other thing they talked so about about matter. how that's, bad that's what I'm the Michigan TCU. Well, it really wasn't bad. It ended up being a high-scoring game and a close game. Well, yeah, again. JJ. But a couple years ago, a couple years ago, you had we also didn't have quorum in that game. He right, was he wasn't healthy. Um, 
But again, a couple of years ago, Michigan got steamrolled by Georgia in the first quarter, and that game yeah. was over. The and that's what they were afraid of. And you know what? If that's what they if they came out and said, "Listen, just like Notre Dame if, and Clemson, it's the same crap." Right. If you and the if, Oklahoma, if came, the all the time Oklahoma was in it. What about that game Kyler? we watched? Ohio State, Notre Dame. Oh yeah. Well, that. I'm my that's my thing. I was gonna bring up Ohio State of. The other side of the coin that they did let that Ohio State team that was down to its third quarterback get into the playoffs. Well, no, see, this is not that's not true. He got hurt in the playoff game. Yeah, he got hurt in the playoff game. But they were on their backup quarterback at the time. But yeah, but again, it wasn't the third string; it was the second string. But that's what I'm saying. Like, and they were they were ungodly good that year. And I know, but they were still on their backup. They were in the conference. In the conference championship game, they didn't score like six points against a team that they should have rolled as well. And and then on top of it, also added to that, like what Danny said, also that Ohio State team was basically number one throughout that entire season. You're not taking them. You're not taking the number one seed out because they're back. They're quarter. If Florida State was one or two, then you have to put them in the playoff. But But that's if they're one or two all season. I, they're not. I, I mean, they I were. Agree. They were. They had to get. They didn't get up to. I think the top five until mid-November. Right. Why? I mean, no, they were in the top five. Florida State the whole year, basically. Okay, so but Maybe again, not. the top four. They weren't in that like top three, where right. it's like. No, you they knew if Michigan lost to Iowa. Lost. You that knew was... that if if Michigan ended up losing to Iowa, you were putting Michigan into the playoffs, because of the way their season was. Okay, you also knew that there was a possibility that Georgia was going to go to the playoff, whether they beat Bama or didn't. We all argued that, you know, if Texas and Washington lose, does Georgia and Bama both get in? The answer was yes. Okay, Georgia not getting in, I thought was the right move. And I get it. Back-to-back championships, twenty-nine went, straight wins of that game. With Bama was, they lost. They were a package deal with Texas, so that was the thing with Texas is they were a package deal. Also, also Arch Manning survived the uh, uh, transfer portal. The other quarterback is leaving. Yeah, but there's another transfer portal for young underclassmen in April. Oh well, there's right. two transfer portals, so he has a he. He didn't have to. This was the one that you're basically on the edge of draft or right. some school's going to offer me a lot of money to not go in the fourth round. Right. So I'm going to transfer there type of thing. Arch can still transfer later on if he makes that decision, if he wants. Right. Right. Because yours actually basically pretty much is coming back, I think. I saw it. Yeah, but they're, they're, the other thing I was thinking about this is, has Erz played a full season? He was hurt a lot of this year too, right? So doesn't that give him a chance next year to kind of sit behind him and right? If he goes no, down, he could basically take over Texas. Yeah, basically. basically. But he can also go to a place, and again, this isn't me saying come to Michigan. If JJ goes to the draft, he comes to Michigan. He's fighting to play in the play opening day. He's fighting for that starting position in camp. Well, yeah. Well, he's a Manning. So There's going to be opportunities out there if he wants. Right. He's not going to. I know he's saying he's not going to go to Michigan. He's not putting himself in the same situation again if he leaves Texas. He's going somewhere. Yeah, where but he there is, is no clear. situation in Michigan. That's the thing. There really isn't a next guy. There isn't a next guy behind JJ. So if JJ leaves, which some people are saying, like I've been seeing projections of him going, someone picking him in the first round being that team that says hey we have a quarterback for like two years but we're gonna pick you in the first round and we're gonna roll you behind them like cleveland who's gonna now release deshaun watson and sign joe flacco for the rest of his life might as well you know or maybe he'll go sit behind justin fields while they're going on their playoff runs moving forward There is a scenario. I, I don't know what they're going to do. <clears throat> they have, they're in the most intriguing spot in the NFL right now, in my opinion. Yeah. Because 
I know it's a very big long shot. It's like 1.2% chance. Like, I think it's actually like just under what the giant percentage chance is to go to the playoffs. But the Bears have a chance of the Bears. Bears. We have 2%, so it it has to be a little bit lower. Hold on. I actually have the scenario that's got to play out somewhere on my computer. Here it is. There's actually scenario. There's actually also scenario where the Cardinals make the playoffs. No, there is. Yes, there is. So the Panthers are going to give them the number one pick. Uh-huh. Bears win out. Vikings lose three of the final four, which they're changing quarterbacks. The Dobbs train is over. <clears throat> Seems that way. Hell of a run. Seattle and the Rams each lose at least twice. So, you know, they're going to be, be big giant fans in three weeks. And they're also big Giant fans this week because we play the Saints. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I Just know like it's, us up, with but it's like... funny to see, thinking back right. like, a month ago, where we were. Yeah. Well... And if you really think about it, it's what's making the whole league fun this year. Like, the Dolphins blew that game to the Titans. Now the Titans are right back in that division. Right. <laughs> Actually made me feel a lot better about losing Monday night. Everything's a fucking tough. disaster right now. The whole league's a disaster. Yeah. So, like... Could be worse. You could be Kadarius Tony. I'm not knowing where the ball is. You could be Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony doing... Or you Kadarius could be Tony. the guy complaining that your player made a penalty and they called the penalty. How dare he? How dare I mean, they throw a flag before the amazing play that your player do made? Do you guys happen? think... they Peyton brought this up. Monday night, apparently. Um, I saw it on, like, a reel or something. Do you guys think that should be a dead ball? No. No, it's a lateral. No. No, the, it's, Him it's being offside sides. isn't a dead ball. Oh. That's the way the play is. Right. It should have been, yeah. I mean, Peyton's a quarterback. Of course, he's, like, in favor of the offense. But what the fuck does it matter? You made the penalty. I don't – it's not – I mean, I it was so egregious that he was so offsides that they should have probably called the whistle. He was basically a cornerback. I, I just... It's just the NFL's referees shooting everybody in the foot. Now, that's another thing. That's just... Like, you, there's a, almost a pass theory. interference every freaking play. Especially and they only, at the And they call the it game. when they want to. And it's just like, oh my god. But also Listen, let's look at the bright side. They but it's on every team. The... I'm not. I'm not saying one team yeah. or the other. It's but like, I'm gonna just. You can't so... be mad every every week. One year, like your team is gonna get screwed. It's either you're gonna get the call or the other team's gonna get screwed. It's a weekly. Also, thing. they just won a Super Bowl because of a stupid call at the end of a game. So you right. can't. Right. Oh, they're notorious. Yeah, come on. They've gotten and... plenty of calls the last. But that's years. the thing. They didn't get the call like, that there was a bad defensive, like you're saying, pass interference. There was a horrible pass interference against the Packers that they should have had the ball at the five yard line, first and goal, and they didn't call it. And they didn't complain. They were like, "Well, that's the game," and yada yada yada. And and they said, "What, about, right what about the end of this is the week they played the Bills, right? Who'd they play the week before? The Packers. Against the Packers. Oh yeah, against the Packers. Yeah, they should have had the ball in the five yard line." They should have, but they also got the a. Per, but they they also they got a personal foul, right? On a a late hit that Pat was not even out of bounds yet, right? And they also got at the end of that game a. Uh, they they said MVS got out of bounds when he was going backwards, which is not supposed to be a thing. So, they benefited two out of the three bad calls, but they also went to the press conference and were like. You know, we're not going to blame the I rest. Just we think, I think yada, Mahomes yada, yada. had his breaking point last week against right. just having his poor He's quality of team. And having to do it himself right now. Right. He was like, eventually it ha- he, he was going to be like that. We've never seen him act that react that way. Right. But the fact that they also got it on the camera after the game of him and Josh Allen being like, I've never seen a call like that before in my right, life. Yeah. Guy, that go like go take a go take a Microsoft Surface on the sideline and go look at what they call. But that just showed how like uncontrollably upset he was. Well, Josh doesn't give a shit 
I mean, he obviously gives a shit. But why are you telling Josh about the bad call? What did Josh do? <laughs> what did Josh do? Slip the guy a 20 to throw yeah, the flag? Dap like... him up, tell him to have a good rest of the season, and I'll see you in January, and that's it. Right. You're going to, you, well, who knows, but you should well, be playing know. each other again in January. It's possible. They both should be there, I think. Who Who's going to be there in the end? The AFC is a whole mess. Well, now that they're, yeah, dumpster fire, everybody, the Dolphins, nobody knows. I, I don't know. The, the Niners Ra- are the only team I'm confident in they're good. The Ravens. I, oh, the Ravens, too. I do like the Ravens. Right now, I do like the way the Ravens are playing. Crazy then, enough with no the tight thing end. Is, no... They could never hold on to leads when it matters. The Harbaugh Bowl coming up again. they lose the other day? They lost though. to the Rams. No, they won on a punt return. They won on oh, a punt that's right. They, they were losing, the and they came return. back and went to overtime and won. Okay, yeah, that was what so it was. another Niners Raven Niner yeah Niner Ravens. No, they changed the logo to change the colors, so we know it's not going to be a Niners Ravens Super Bowl originally oh, scripted. Okay, now it's Cowboys Chiefs. Harbaugh is going to come back, lose, going to lose in the playoffs, and then come back and coach the Niners for their playoffs. Well, we're going to have funny enough, apparently a former assistant of Michigan that got fired from some other school was actually hired today by Alabama. Yeah, I saw that. The coach in the playoffs. I don't how how is that like allowed? Yeah, college oh, they do whatever they want like with that. that. Like I would get it if it's like January and your offense and your uh, you know Jesse Minter, our defense coordinator, got a call from somebody in the pros and was like, "We want you to be our head coach." Okay, I get that. That's a that's a different thing. Throw a defensive coach on the sideline like that. It's kind of I don't know. I just find that kind of weird. We could use a defensive coordinator. He want a job. Nope, he's staying in Michigan. No, it's gonna be Al Harris. <laughs> Al Harris or uh, who's the who's the Lions? Uh, Aaron Glenn is that? Who's Aaron Glenn, coaching Aaron Glenn, Jet <laughs> Yeah, is that who's coaching the Dolphins over there? The Lions. Oh, Al Harris. Yeah, no, Aaron Glenn is coaching the. Uh, Excuse me, uh, Ben. If you're gonna hire anybody, it's the Dallas Cowboy quarterback coach. Well, that's what I'm saying. Al Harris is the Dallas Cowboy secondary coach. Yes, Mike just you, took all you the new, When you get a new head coach, it's going to. When you need a new head coach, it's going to be the Dallas Cowboy quarterback coach. Dal- I'm quarterback telling you, Danny, the Dallas Cowboy quarterback quarterback coach is Scott Tolzien. What a world! So Mike <laughs> honestly, is giving honestly, people honestly, jobs. As much as we like the bullshit on the Cowboys, they are. I'm going to tell you right now. They're going to find I, a way to choke in the playoffs, but right now, Dak, Dak is the MVP. The, Dak deserves MVP. He has not looked like this ever. Between Cooks. Scott Olsen. Between You're right. They fired, Cook, they fired the child. And and they fired Scott being open almost every play. Ferguson is obviously legit, and they're, they're very formidable. And is, it, is this the year they don't choke? We'll see. Also, the quarterback coach in Detroit is Mark Brunel, by the way. The problem Ooh. with it is like he I was said, on the broke 30 for 30. So, guys, you know, someone has I have him. the most faith of any team in the league. The or the, is the Niners, right? Right. So, oh, yeah. if they didn't on paper right now, the Niners, but right. even the way they're playing, I but want a Niner, I want to parlay the with Niners, the Niners because McCaffrey's first run was not was 70 yards. But if the Cowboys run to the Niners, the it'll be played as if they choked. Even though they just lost to right, them. if they lose to the Niners or Eagles, it's just like yeah. It's well, it also choke. depends on how they lose. Right, they could still choke if they lose to one of those teams. Right. Well, here's also the, the game, If you end the game like they did last year with Z, if Tony Pollard is the center yeah, at well, the Z's end of the game, there, and... so yeah, but Tony Pollard can play center, so it's okay. It's not like he gets in the end zone. The guy doesn't like going in the end zone. He might as well block somebody. Don't I know it? <laughs> well, it's like Swift. Like every time an eagle like gets tackled at the one, you're like, God damn it! <laughs> well, that was like me versus you Monday. I was like, I'm already out of the playoffs, but oh yeah, Tommy DeVito, Tommy DeVito getting. Uh, I'm like, all right, out. I'm safe. I'm gonna win by like, three points, and then Tommy DeVito runs for 74 yards. You're like, oh okay. Sorry about that. I said it to Rosa too. I'm like, I know I'm not making the playoffs, and Gino's out. Tommy DeVito's the only guy left. I have to pick him up, right? Right, no, it's the right move. I didn't realize you did it until like Monday night, and I was like, "Oh crap!" Once the alert came out, it was him or the guy from Cincinnati, and I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna go with Tommy DeVito." Yeah, I'm not, I'm not making, making the playoffs the... anyway. Yeah, thank God that didn't cost me because my team actually played well. <laughs> I was like, I I looked looked at it Monday morning. I'm like, "All right, I'm down 23 points. I have Miami's defense, who's still giving me 12 points despite giving right. up 30 points." 
Right. Um, and Tommy DeVito. I was like, all right, I don't care what the Dolphins defense do. I need twenty, at least 25 points out of Tommy DeVito. <clears throat> and it was like 19. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I also expected him to be sacked six times, so what do I know? Right, well. Listen, everyone's at practice today. This is going to be fun to see what happens with this. You got – I'm going to say it out loud. I'm leaving the offensive line the way it is the rest of the season, bearing well, injuries. Yeah, of course. Finally, continuity on the line. They're still far, far away from being a top line, obviously. But, yeah, keep it going. They had like twelve combinations of the line because of injuries and just players sucking. So, and again, like I said earlier, it's crazy how much just having Andrew Thomas out there makes a difference. Oh well, yeah, that that that's all obviously... last year was basically the same line we went into the season with. Andrew <clears throat> Thomas went down because we the line wasn't bad last year. It wasn't really a problem. It wasn't the most ideal offensive line, of course. Right. But again, it wasn't you know, the biggest concern, and you could tell that by the way they weren't going after free agents, they weren't going after guys in the draft. I mean, a couple guys I think they drafted in the line. You know, like Last year's Daniel Jones and to the degree of DeVito the last month, you put your full faith into Dable and Kafka because you're like, all right, well, they're, they're getting things done with what they have. So, it's I, I have full this trust. week doesn't count. He was coaching against a child. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, didn't Lafleur win a coach of the year or no? He didn't win one, right? He never actually did. No, uh, he didn't do that bad. The defensive coordinator is the worst yeah, well. human being. So I get the text. You said you had funny text with Danny. I text Vin after like the second period, of the hockey game, and I go, based on all the tweets, it seems like this is. A lot of really dumb, either coaching oh. decisions or on the field decisions oh. going on in the first half of this game. That, and Vin's that... response was the greatest. He goes, "We've made so many stupid decisions in our lives that one of the bright, best decisions we ever made uh, was not going to the football game." Yes, oh yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. the best decision the three of us has made. Anybody has made to not go to that game. Yeah. Um, What's you know, funny? Say? I got ripped at work for not being at that game. I'm like, if you if I gave the tickets away a month ago. Would right, you have I gone a month ago? I also completely forgot. I had a test Monday night. So, like, I was planning on skipping class if we were going to go. And then it turns out I couldn't have. So, it all worked out great. Yeah, and, I, and I got COVID, so it didn't matter. And you either. got COVID, so you couldn't go anyway. It, it's just. So, it worked out perfectly. And <clears> honestly, throat> throat> I'm too old for this shit. I make that joke that if it's not a meaningful or a home opener primetime game, I'm probably not going to go to it. I'm, I'm already thinking, it. like. I'm looking at the opponents next year. I'm thinking about who our Thursday game is going to be. We're getting a Thursday home game next year. And I'm hoping it's like Washington. Yeah. Well. Give me like Washington on a Thursday. Right. Where I can say, all right, I'm going to, I'm not going to waste okay. an off day on this. Thursday's different though, because you're the you off day Friday. you're taking is Friday, right? So it's different. Monday and Tuesday is fucking useless. Well, mo- yeah, Monday nights are the worst because you have to take Monday and Tuesday off. Well, I mean, I wouldn't have taken Monday and Tuesday. Well, the same thing on Thursday. Well, yeah, Vin work. You work in the city. You could just meet there. Well, right. Danny, you could do the same right. thing if you really wanted right. to. Yeah, that's true. Um, but again, Monday. You ideally Monday, you're taking off because even on Monday, I like Danny said, I was off on Monday and Tuesday. I just was like, screw it. I have the days. I'm just going to take them. Like it was one thirty in the afternoon, and I, I looked. At, I noticed the time. I'm like. Hmm. Like Any I other season, I'd probably be getting out of bed right now and getting ready for this game. So, again, like Danny said, it was a month ago when you give up tickets. And, but now it's like, a win this week against the Saints, we're happy we didn't give up any of the tickets the rest of the season yet. Because now, like, intri- now we're intrigued. Uh, I did. <laughs> now we're intrigued. Now, now it's like intriguing. And even the Eagle game may mean something for both teams at this point. Yeah, yeah, the Eagle game. Who would have thought? You know, like honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly okay. Like when I saw Justin's tweet about waiting uh, to get in line to the parking lot, and I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of jealous. And then Wes sent me a photo that him and Kristen met Justin talk, and I'm like, oh yeah, that, well, that sucks. But it's just like, ah, oh, all, right. all right, I'm happy to be home. 
<laughs> I get to like, well, I was joking. My normal circumstance, if I didn't have COVID, I would all I had to do is walk up like ten flights, uh, ten steps, and be on my bed, and not have to worry about it. But I was in my bed already, so it was perfect. Um. Yeah, yeah I was home in time for the fourth quarter, so I caught the only good part of the entire game. Yeah. Yeah. Saquon almost costing himself his giant career, and then uh, Tommy DeVito. That, that play was wild. <laughs> well, that was I was honestly like, why I wasn't more annoyed that they lost because they should that should have ended the game. Saquon just finds ways to lose. <laughs> Saquon's like, crap! Like I had money on the Packers for, keeping like, it closer. Yeah, but if he didn't fumble there, the game's over. It's it. You you sit the ball. You sit there and probably take three, and and we get the ball with like you know a minute left, maybe. And no, right, and, the, and you use all happen. your timeouts at that point. Yeah. And... I was like, come on, let's get let's for once get a two score game. We even if you went out of bounds, go out of bounds there. Or no, you're on the will never go out of bounds. Are you crazy? We, we or you realize the ball. the ball falls out, swing at it, punch it out of bounds. That was just so fucking weird. And yeah. Guess what? And you know what? And I said it too. Like, I, I heard my parents in the other room. They're like, "That's not a fumble. It's our ball." Blah blah. blah. He's clearly touched. I was like, "He clearly was not touched. No, That's 100%. a fumble." That is a he went down on his own. Cause he was touched. And he, then he went down earlier, like three but then steps he caught his ba- yeah. The problem was that he caught his balance. If it was That's all was. one motion, and the annoying thing about it as well is, it's also it's also his third lost fumble in his career. And they're like, oh come on, <laughs> it could have happened at a worse time. Right. Speaking of a worse time, the Detroit Red Wing goalie just went to try and stop the puck from going to the boards. It slid under his stick, hit the board. Bounced into the crease, and Jordan Stahl just poked at it. Into, Eric Stahl poked at it into the net. Whatever Why? Stahl is on Carolina these days. I think it's Jordan. Um, he just poked at it. The it. fucking hurricanes in the wings. Because what? There's nothing else. Because I'm not watching the Raiders and Chargers. <laughs> it's uh, it's fourteen nothing Raiders, by the way. Shocking. Uh, twenty one nothing. Sorry. No, there are other games on. The Leafs are, I mean, the Leafs are getting blown out, but they're on. Uh, Wild Flames are on. Wow. So. I just forgot to play, huh? Yeah, the Chargers are. uh... The first quarter is that he still has a job. How does he not have. He should be fired at halftime. Yeah. Aiden O'Connell is smoking him right now. Yeah. So what you're saying is Easton Stick should have stuck to hockey? He 100% should have stuck to hockey. Uh, has he done anything? Nick's on fight mean... tonight, right? No, the Nets are on tonight. <clears throat> wow, 21 nothing. Still just starting the second quarter. Yeah, could have saw that coming. Me and Shocking. Devontae doesn't school. have a touchdown. They don't throw to him. But he wanted to go to a place with more stability. The Oakland Raiders, that's the definition of the Oakland Raiders the last 22 years is stability. Second best owner behind Jerry. Oh. I want to go somewhere where I know who's going to be throwing me the ball. That's what he said. He did. He went somewhere, and then they let him go to New Orleans. So now he has to go to New Orleans if he wants him back. Sorry, but bud. Wait till next week, and then he has to be released, and then go to New Orleans. Tough That's shit. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. All righty. What about the rest of this wonderful weekend? Well, me and Vin did the Raiders. I don't know if you did, Stu. I took well. the Raiders. Me I too. took the Raiders. Great. So far, Once so good. Once I saw Keenan Allen was out, I felt pretty confident about minus two and yeah. a half for the Raiders. 100%. Let's see. What do we got here? Uh, Jake Brown. I'm riding the, I'm, I'm, I'm looking riding fucking the, good, man. I'm, yeah. I'm riding the train. Yeah, I'm taking Browning. I'm riding the Browning train. I'm taking the Colts at home. 
Colts are playing Gunner Minshew is about they, to... the way the the Patriots lost the the oh the way they lost the Steelers lost to the Patriots last Thursday night was just unexcusable. <laughs> Did you hear Roethlisberger? He's like, I don't think yeah, there's whatever the Steeler way anymore. Yeah, whatever. You're still Mike Tomlin's still going to finish over around 500 or over 500, and he's still going to have a job next year, so it doesn't matter anymore. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Colts on this one. This is actually this should be the yeah. Super Bowl preview. Yeah, I think the Broncos cover, but the Lions win because the Broncos can't stop a running game. Uh, I'm gonna say Lions at home are gonna cover this. Like they haven't those, looked like, great. They second... have not looked great as of late, though. Oh, these are the Saturday games. We have Saturday. Right. We have three Saturday games. Yep. Shit, maybe we should take Minnesota because you know what happened last year around this time on a Saturday for them. Right. That was insane. <laughs> Not expecting a 30-point comeback again for them. So it must be a traditional thing because the Colts and Vikings played each other last year. <clears throat> I guess they get the Saturday games. They must be like, oh, let us play it. These are like the Nickelodeon games in the wildcard weekend that nobody wants right. to watch anyway. Uh, Joe Flacco resurgence. I'm going Flacco. Bears yeah. magical run comes to an end. I agree. Forty-five cents, boys. <clears throat> With fees, it's like a dollar twelve to get in the building in Carolina. Uh, I hate the Falcons so much, <laughs> but the Panthers are that much worse. So Falcons. Um, the Bucks are very eh, so I'm going Packers. I don't know. I'm I'm feeling pretty eh right now about the Packers and their injuries. Their offense, when their offense is fully healthy, or at least has Christian Watson, it's different. Right. Without him, there's a there's a limit to their explosiveness. Right. But hopefully, they can beat the Bucks and Baker. Yeah, there was a time on Sunday, I was I was at a buddy's and we were watching. So the ticker came across. They had twenty nine points and he was like thirteen for nineteen for sixty eight yards. And I was like, right. Howard, what is going on? Right. I don't know. Uh, I'm going Texans. <clears throat> I don't know if CJ's playing though. That's my problem. Yeah. He, hasn't gotten out of pro- he hasn't been cleared by protocol yet, but I feel like he's going to have some strange some just mental streak, of... streak on Saturday to yeah. clear him to play. Magic. <clears throat> I uh, had to pick t- up Joe Flacco in fantasy just in case he doesn't play. That's right. where we're at right now, boys. I did that in uh, Jay's League because I'm playing Danny for the second weekend. Oh, uh, I, I also honestly, I, I have G. I made the too. playoffs. I, de- I didn't even download the app or anything. I'm gonna go with the Texans because I just trust the Texans defense more. That's why I'm going with that one. Well, that's an easy one. Yeah, Dolphins are gonna wake up. Tyreek or no Tyreek? I'm going Giants. They're actually gonna win. I hate the Saints so much. Yeah, yeah. And not like just because, not like for any specific reason. They're just like. A horrible ran franchise. Do you hate Taysom Hill like I do? Not to that. I'm starting to hate Derek Carr more because he like gets hurt, <laughs> misses like six, 20 plays, and then comes back and then throws like three touchdowns and makes it a game, and then they still lose. Right. Other than Kamara, Olave has been hurt, but yeah, um, Kansas City, even though they've played like shit, the Patriots are that bad. hundred um, percent. Rams. Rams. I don't know. Washington, Rams, Rams are home. Washington's basically tanking at this point. The old gunslinger's still got a few left in that arm. <sighs> if this doesn't end over 14, I'd be surprised. Uh, I'm taking the fun. points from the Cowboys. They're just too hot right now, even though it's a must win for the Bills. Uh, it is well. No, who the Eagles got this week? Seahawks Monday night. <clears throat> I'm gonna go the Bills at home. 
I feel like that momentum from last week is going to kind of knock the Cowboys on their ass this week. Yeah, I'm taking Dallas. Type of thing. Hey, this is actually a decent Sunday night game. Like like I said last night, it's um, they're going to have it's Josh Allen's going to have a Josh Allen game, but the Dallas defense is going to make sure it's more of a nightmarish game for Josh Allen. Ravens to cover. Lawrence is clearly hurt. Yep. And then I think the Eagles wake up. Eagles are going to bounce back in. But a guy needs to go away, Pete Carroll. Over under is 47 and a half. I said 45. I'm going to go 53. I think I said 45, so under. Eagles wake up. That's a that means the Eagles wake up. Um, if you're looking to win some money this week, uh, all of our picks are valid. Don't make our picks, but also pick the Patriots because Travis Kelsey was not at Taylor Swift's 34th birthday party. Oh no, some trouble in paradise there. I'm just saying. Apparently, oh, no. he has something bigger planned. So, read no, the full article, says, Vincent. He had practice. He had practice. Allegedly, he's proposing on her birthday, which is a wild move. That was quick. Allegedly. But doing it on her Wasn't birthday... Her, her is... birthday's today. Oh, then it's not happening today. <laughs> but allegedly, that is the worst day to propose to someone. I mean, you've been dating a month, so yeah. It's probably well, the worst yeah. day. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, that. Well, that. But well, I, it's I'm like two saying, months now, I think, at this point. Well, three, technically. Right, it's been most of the season at this point. But if they were going out a longer time than three months. Okay, yeah. If it was the second the, year of her on the, the screen birthday every day. is literally the worst day to propose to someone. Listen, got to write that album somehow, Danny. Oh, my God. Imagine that. I'm a... propose to me on my birthday. Oh, my God. I'm of the opinion you don't propose That whole on... album is going to be about them. On other days. You don't propose oh. on holidays. She's going to make an album birthdays. about an ex? Huh. You don't propose on anniversaries. I mean, on on Valentine's Day is what I meant to say. Right. Propose That's... on a fucking random day. Yeah. Her birthday is just a terrible. Just like, why would you do that? Because he's a romantic, you know? Happy birthday. Oh, by the way, this is not going to last. Uh, 87 Red is the album, and it's all about Travis Kelsey. It's like, just going to be a red cover. She's not even going to be on it. It's just going to be a red cover on that. And girls are going to think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And they're like, oh, my God, she's the best. She's pretty good. She's good, but like, gonna I don't be anti. It. Oh, going to be anti. Oh, yeah. We're going to go into our anti-Kelsey error. Yeah. This is my thing. Like, to say I don't, you don't get it. I I understand what you're saying, but you have at this current moment, a New York giant tattooed on your leg. Yeah, it's true. So it's like, we do we we do the same things. No, no, I'm not making fun of it. Just for other things. Oh, 100%. I'm just saying I wasn't saying it like that, but yeah, you're right. I'm just saying like it is really funny. Like it's just like draw blood of like if tra- uh, if she like she they like someone will kill Travis Kelsey if she breaks up with him. Oh, they like, might. <laughs> they'll put a hex on the Chiefs. Maybe they already did. They they definitely did. Something might have Possible. I mean, they did that when they traded for Kadarius Tony, but whatever. He's already cost them two games this year. Yes. And he can't catch. Huh, no shit. Oh, oh wait, we, we didn't get a chance had, to actually see him Michael, try and catch the ball. We could have had Michael Parsons, hurt. but no, let's trade back and have Kadarius Tony instead. Yeah. That's yeah. Fast guy. <laughs> go, the, go, to, go the, uh, the Oakland route. Whoever Gadget ran the fastest guy. on the 40, that's who we won in the first round. Gadget guy. And everybody's like, why? <laughs> and then you hear him talk, and you're like, oh, God, this is not going to work. You just you just look at him, and you're like, oh, no. See, what then, I hate about this, though, you guys are all Monday morning quarterback in this situation. After that Dallas game, 
you were all in fucking love. Well, we were also, Harry. we're like, all right, maybe we could actually use him. And then we the weren't in that... love because he threw a punch. And wasn't that the game he threw a punch and got yeah, thrown out of? But he had 130 <laughs> yards receiving. Right. Yeah. So, but if he doesn't throw a punch, was... maybe he's still in the game and we win. And the... then we'll actually still no, we kind of winning that game. But but the thing with Kadarius Tony is he got anointed after that game in the eyes after, of the Giant fans that I saw. After his 800th try. And him not being able to become the number one receiver when we have guys like Darius Slayton and all those other guys, and you can become the number one wide receiver because of health and stupidity. That's where it was like, all right, like, come on. Like, he could, if he had any ounce of care in the world when he was a giant, he would have been the Giants' number one wide receiver, and it would have been okay, and he would have been fine. But he didn't care, and that was what happened. It's but fine. It's also, he's gonna get cut, and he's gonna go to the Eagles and be the best receiver we've ever seen. But it's not about caring. It ca- I don't. I don't think it's about caring. He's just not good. Well, now, yeah, but like retrospect of the whole situation, it's yeah. just like last year is like, all right, Kadarius Tony would be very awesome in this offense right now, and then you get Richie James outperforming him because he actually knows the playbook and cares. Like that's that's my point. That's true. Mondale Robinson was outperforming him before he got hurt. Right, and we saw what he did on Monday. So I like that guy. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we all liked him. Vin, we were at the game where we saw him fall on the sideline, and then we never saw him again until training camp. Well, he died. What are you going to do? <laughs> he literally caught the ball on the sideline, and we never saw him again. Yep. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> well, with that being said, we will see you guys next week.